Our next generation needs us now more than ever to show them what it means to live a happy, healthy, wholehearted life. Balance Period is here to equip you with the tools you need to incrementally improve your quality of life and be the best example possible for our next generation. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast, the show where we equip you with the tools you need to prevent burnout, promote longevity, and create generational wellness. I am one of your hosts, Raymond Ashiel, a.k.a. Recovery Ray. And the Bald Sage. All right. We are going to continue our month-long series entitled Ask Us Anything. We're going to be talking about how to handle being around negative people, which we all experience daily. We're going to talk about what it means that our inner world creates our outer world. And then we're also going to talk about some of the bad habits that Nick and I currently have that we'll be looking to not practice anymore. But before we do that, we're going to start off the show as normal with our mindful moment. So go ahead and make sure that your posture is intentional. Act as if you have a string attached to the top of your head, gently pulling you upward. I'm going to count us through three rounds of balanced breathing. So it's going to be a six second inhale and a six second exhale. Remember, this is a very powerful breathing pattern because it's one that we can do anytime of any day in any setting and reconnect ourselves to the here and now and kind of slow down a little bit because sometimes we do get sped up in life. It happens to me all the time. So this breathing pattern really helps me just slow down and be fully where I am. So I'm going to count us down three, two, one. We're going to do three rounds of balanced breathing together, and then I'm going to hand it over to Nick for a brief awareness practice, and then we'll dive into today's show. Three, two, one. Inhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Inhale. Two, three, four, five, six, exhale, two, three, four, five, six, inhale, two, three, four, five, six, exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Continue to breathe in your normal breathing pattern. As you breathe in your normal breathing pattern, take time to just notice the sensation of your clothes against your skin. If you happen to be listening to us naked, notice the sensation of the surface that you're sitting on or standing on. Thank you all for joining us today for this mindful moment. All right. Thank you for that, Nick. As you all know, that is a repetition. We just did some practice. We just strengthened our mindfulness muscle by paying attention to the here and now without judgment, with intention, and with some curiosity and compassion. So, okay. Now let's talk a little bit about what we have coming up for Balance Period. This week, if you are in the Indianapolis area, we highly recommend you come to the convention center either Friday, definitely Saturday, or Sunday. So as the 15th, 16th, and 17th balance period, we'll have a booth at the Black Expo. So you can find us at booth 1051. We're going to create a really, really dope experience for you all there. So come check us out 
interact with us, take some pictures with us, um, grab some mindful merch if you don't already have some, and enter to win. We're going to have a giveaway on Saturday. So that's why we say come Saturday for sure. We're going to have a giveaway bundle that we'll give to the person that wins. I don't know quite how we're going to decide who wins. We'll probably just put it in one of those um, one of those generator things on, online once we get all of the, the entries and then we'll announce who wins on Sunday. All right. But yes, check us out at the Indiana Black Expo. It's this summer celebration is the 51st year. So there's going to be a whole lot of vendors there, a whole lot of stuff going on. This is the first year that we'll be back in person since COVID-19. So it's going to be a big one. So come and check us out there. Aside from that, be sure to visit our Facebook page. We have a Facebook group that is called Generational Wellness Creators. And in that group, it is filled with individuals who are all looking to create generational wellness for themselves and their families. So the group is designed to help keep the individuals within the group accountable as they adopt the healthy habits that they plan on passing down to the next generation of their family. So check us out there. Nick and I go live every Wednesday to pretty much just have wellness-related conversations. We talk about where we are. We answer questions that people in the community put into the chat. So be sure to check us out there because we are going to continue to grow that and continue to be of assistance and support as we all are creating generational wellness. All right. Lastly, visit our website. Go to balanceperiod.com. There you're able to find every way that you can support what it is that we're doing from checking out the podcast to downloading our free guide to scheduling a free consultation with us so that you can continue to align your lifestyle with your highest good and the things that you want to see manifest themselves in your life. So check out balanceperiod.com and engage with us on that platform too. All right, Nick, anything that you want to mention or shout out before we get rolling? No, let's dive into it. All right, so ask us anything. We got a few more questions this week. Remember that if you want your questions answered throughout this series, be sure to email us at podcast at balanceperiod.com. That's podcast at balanceperiod.com. Shoot us your questions, and we will be sure to get them answered on the show. The first one is, I know something that we all experience to a certain degree. Sometimes we experience this at work or at home around the people that we actually love the most. We might experience this. And so I think the answers that we provide will definitely help us navigate this area of our lives. And the question is, how do you handle being around negative people? Now, I know we've talked about it on the show before, but there's power in proximity. And if we're not intentional about how we're managing our energy when we're around individuals who may gossip all the time or who look at life from the perspective of their cup being half empty instead of half full, right? If we aren't mindful of how we're showing up, we can allow their energy to infiltrate us and then we can start to adopt the mindset that they have and it lead us further and further away from the person that we want to be and the things that we actually want to see manifest themselves in our lives. So, Nick, how do you handle being around negative people? Let's provide everyone with some insight here. So it's, I would say it's been something that's changed throughout the my journey. In the beginning, it was one of those things that was like, you know, keep negative vibes away from me, negative people, stay away. Um, if I feel negative energy, I'm going to walk away, this and that, like all that kind of stuff, which I think is really common. 
Now it's nothing. And the reason why I say it's nothing is because I realize that the perception of negative energy is literally that. It's my perspective. And my perspective is dictated by the habits that I practice, the things that I do every day. And so now how I look at it just is, is people on their journey doing what they feel that is best for them within that moment. And if I feel what's best for me is not to be around that, then I'll excuse myself. But for me to start to begin to judge people now is going to start to do something with myself. And for me, I allow myself to be so it's easier for me to allow others to be. And so it just makes it a lot easier when I don't try to control something that I don't have control over, but focus my control where it is. Gotcha. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I know the first thing that comes to mind is thinking about similar to what you were saying, right? It's just what that person feels is best with the knowledge, with the resources that they have in that moment. And I think that sometimes I know, at least for me, I would think as if if I were that person in the same scenario that had the same life experiences, somehow I would act differently. And I just I don't believe that that's the case. And so I think it is what helps me has been a combination of not labeling the person as bad because of the way that they're choosing to live their lives, but just accepting them for where they are and choosing the response that I have in those moments. So at least for me, if I know that I'm going to be around someone that has demonstrated these characteristics that aren't really aligned with where I want to keep my mental space, then I kind of look at it like it's training ground for me, right? It's up to me to be intentional with how I respond when they throw out the thing that I find not to be aligned with the person that I want to be. And I think that that has helped to it shift my mindset to a point to where it's like even in the midst of being around someone that, you know, in some cases, some would be like, just remove yourself. It's like, well, I mean, that isn't necessarily always going to be an option for you. But even in the midst of that, I'm able to develop myself because of the mindset that I'm bringing with me into it and the intention that I have with how I'm going to choose to respond to whatever that person is doing or saying. And so that has been beneficial for me in how I handle being around negative people. I definitely look to not label them as as bad or even as negative. It's kind of like they, they just are. This is how they are being in this moment. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they are a bad person, um, but it just it just is. And I get to choose how I respond to who they are demonstrating um, to be in that moment or who they are portraying in that moment. So that's kind of how, how I've approached it. Um, any, anything else that you want to add there, Nick? No, that that was a good one. I think we, I think we took care of that one. Yeah. So if you find yourself around negative people, quote unquote, I'll use the quote unquote negative people. Uh, now just, I would say just be intentional about how you respond. And like Nick was saying, focus on what you can control in those scenarios. If you can separate yourself, I highly recommend it, you know, separate yourself. But if not, just really, really focus your energy on how you're going to choose to respond and make sure that that response is aligned with the person you want to be and the things that you want to see manifest themselves in your life. Let me go ahead. I got I got some for them real quick. I just thought of like a practice that they could use. So here's a tip and use discernment while using this. And I'll explain why in a second. But just any interaction you have with anyone, even if you know, them, just go into it as if you're about to interact with a complete stranger. 
Because one thing that I know we do is we formulate ideas of people inside of our head before we even get there of what we're going to expect and what we're going to experience, that we don't give them a chance to show us who they're being in that moment. And so that's just something to remember that you can try before you begin to go out and do your thing. And the reason why I say you discernment is because don't do it with someone you know is violent or dangerous or this or that that's had these experiences and stuff like that before. Use discernment as we give you guys these tips and stuff. For sure. Wouldn't it be nice to have a reminder to pause, breathe, and reconnect to the present moment? You can now get yourself a piece of mindful merch from the Balance Period store that will help you do just that. Each item in our store rocks our logo, which is designed to prompt you to pause, observe a deep breath, and remember that you are whole and you are enough. And you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. As a listener of this podcast, you get free shipping on any order from the Balance Period store. Just use the code podcast at checkout to get your discount. Visit shop.balanceperiod.com and get your mindful merch today. That's shop.balanceperiod.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Let's go to the next question. And so this is something that we've talked about several times throughout the lifetime of the Balance Period podcast. If you've been through one of our workshops, we've definitely mentioned it in there as well. But the phrase, our inner world creates our outer world. And so the question was, can we explain what that means? Like, what does it mean that our inner world creates our outer world? And there's a lot of different directions we can go. So I'm going to hand it over to Nick, let him share his perspective on what that means, and then I'll hop in and do the same. So go ahead, Nick. What does our inner world creates our outer world mean? Um, One of the perspectives I like to use for this is uh, if you're not the best for yourself, then you can't be shit for anyone else. And that's what I kind of use to like illustrate your inner world creates your outer world, because if you're not taking the time to practice self-care, to tell yourself, I love you subconsciously. Like to do these things for yourself that you know are best and in the direction that you want to go in whatever life it is that you want to create. then you're telling yourself that you're not enough. And when you feel like you're not enough on the inside, then the outside is going to reflect that. And so I'm sure a lot of us deal with that right now, which is why I say when you begin to make your inside feel abundant and then your outside will start to feel abundant. And it starts here. Because even when you look at the world from the outside in, it's still you choosing to allow these things outside of you to dictate who you are. And so you're, all you're doing is reversing that, what you're already doing and reversing it. You're dictating and choosing who you are. And now you're expressing that to the outside world. For sure. And in taking it to a practical, physical like representation of it, like literally anything you can see right now. Everything in the room around you, if you're listening to us while you're driving, your car, everything you see, like all of that started in the mind of someone. It was all an idea. It was all a thought. Everything that we have in our outer world originated in our inner world. So that in and of itself is just a a way to describe it. But then when you take it to the connection between our mental health, our emotional well-being and the experiences that we attract into our lives and how our inner world manifests itself in our outer world based on what we think about consistently, what we say to ourselves about ourselves, right? 
And when you think about it, right, when we talk about getting high quality sleep, everything that's happening in our inner world when we're asleep manifests itself in our outer world, depending upon the environment that we created for ourselves to get high quality sleep. The energy that we have during the day to produce things in our outer world is influenced by what's happening internally. So there's a lot of different ways that we can look at this. But when you when you boil it down, our inner world creates our outer world. And so for me, what has helped has been focusing my attention and my energy on gaining a deeper understanding of what's happening in my inner world, whether that's my mental and emotional well-being, whether that's the actual, you know, the biomarkers of the different levels of hormones and the different things that are secreted from our various organs, right? I, I even, I'm interested in what that looks like too, because that's going to influence my quality of life. And so I do my best just to focus on what's happening internally and utilizing what I learned from that to be more strategic about the habits that I practice so that I can create an internal environment that is healthy and understand that that is going to impact the health and well-being of the outer environment that I create for myself and the people around me, too. So that that's kind of how how I break that down. But, yeah, there's a lot of different and there's probably more interpretations that can yeah. be brought from that. So I would say think about it from your perspective too. take some time to think about what it means to you. What is our inner world creates our outer world mean to you? And feel free to share with us, whether it's on social media or, or that email podcast at balanceperiod.com. We would love to hear your interpretation of, of what that phrase means too. anything else you want to add to that, Nick, before we go to the last question. I was going to say another way that you can look at it. If you want to give it like a little bit more of accountability factor is a, uh, we choose to allow our outer world to create our inner world or we choose to create our inner world. That's just another way to look at it. Like we said, it's a bunch of different perspectives that you can hold. Just figure out which one works best for you. For sure. It's time to take your sustainable self-care system to another level. We partnered with Whoop so you can get the latest and most advanced health and fitness wearable on the market for free. With the all-new Whoop 4.0, you will get the most accurate measurements of how the self-care habits you practice influence the quality of your life. You can finally take the guesswork out of deciding which self-care habits will actually help you feel good and function at your best. Visit join.whoop.com forward slash balance period and order your free Whoop 4.0 today. That's join.whoop.com forward slash balance period enjoy the rest of the show all right so the last question that we have today is definitely more personal for nick and i um after getting i was really thinking like i I, i'm interested in what i'm going to say i i I know i know now because i took some time to think about it but what are the habits or are there any habits i should say that either nick or i have that we want to stop and if so like, what are those habits and why do we want to stop it? So normally people will classify these as, quote unquote, bad habits. Um, I don't necessarily look at it as being bad per se, but I do look at the habits I practice as being in alignment with the person that I want to be and the things that I want to see in my life and, and you know, for the people around me. So that's kind of how I differentiate whether it's one that I want to stop or one that I want to continue to invest into. So I just wanted to say that before we continue. But yeah, so Nick, 
are there any habits that you are currently practicing that you want to stop? And if so, what are they and why? Yeah, so I would say, so there aren't any habits I say that I want to stop. Uh, It's very similar to what you said. Like, I understand that I'm creating the character that I want to be. So there are certain habits that are aligned with each character. But thing that I noticed, though, is that I had a resistance to transition, like to changing, like to doing something differently. And that's what was interesting to me, because I realized that I was so comfortable at where I was at. So I was comfortable in the habits I was practicing and what I made. But I also wanted to do a different experience. And so the desire to want to do a different experience and the habits that I practiced did not line up. And it wasn't that I was practicing a bad habit. I just wanted to do something differently. And that was, like I said, I realized that I had a resistance to change, but it was just in that, that it was like, oh, okay, this is the way that I choose to go in the direction and do these things now. So what was the, what's the habit? Like, what was the thing that you did? I mean, no, it's, so it's not really something that I did or doing. It's just, it's just choose the act of doing different habits. So for example, I didn't used to like right now, I did not used to hold myself accountable any way, shape or form with my sleep. Like I will go like four days of getting two hours of sleep each night. Now I'm seeing what it's like to be more productive as I get more sleep. So I'm living a lifestyle of getting six to eight hours of sleep every single night. So the habits that I practiced before don't line up with how I'm trying to do life now. And so it's that instead of being, oh, well, I'm up now, I might as well stay up and be comfortable like this. Nah, I said I'm going to go to sleep. So now I'm going to go to sleep. So that's pretty much what I mean. But it's a lot easier to stay up and be comfortable and do the things that I normally do at nighttime rather than be like, nah, I'm going to take my butt to bed. Gotcha. So in this case, you want to stop getting the amount of sleep that you used to get and you're working on getting more in that regard. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. Nice. Yeah. And I know just from my personal experience with sleep and good for you. Enjoy yourself as you continue to travel on that journey because it is a different it's a different experience that that's the best way i can describe it i have a different i had a different life experience when i wasn't focusing on making sure i was getting high quality sleep versus when i was so enjoy that for sure all right and let's see so i notice for myself that Sometimes I overbook my time. So I'll I'll say yes to a lot of stuff and I'll do a whole lot of stuff. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I think that sometimes I don't think about my capacity in certain seasons of life that it's like, well, if my capacity is a little bit lower right now and I am agreeing to do a whole bunch of stuff that is going to be beyond my capacity, then it's, it's just not a sustainable way of going about spending my 24 hours that I get on a daily basis. And I think that I, I do that because in some cases it would be me wanting to you know, be perceived by other people as someone who's busy or someone who is always there, right? These, these similar to what Nick talks about, like living outside in, I think it's just, it's so ingrained into our culture that I find myself still doing it, you know, from time to time, which I think it just, it happens. And so for me, I have noticed that that is something that I do want to stop. 
I, I want to just be more intentional about what I say yes to and what I choose to spend my time and energy doing because I know that that will allow me to make sure that I am not only you know working within what my capacity is regardless of the season that I'm in, but it also helps me make sure that I am showing up as the best version of myself in the things that I'm choosing to do. Because if I am running myself too thin, then it's only a matter of time before my body's going to make me stop moving and, and like make me take a rest. So it will definitely promote my well-being moving forward to do that. And I'm getting better at it day by day. But I think the fact that I'm aware of it helps because now I'm I'm mindful in those moments when I am saying yes. That I'm OK with even saying yes to something and then hitting the person back and being like, nah, <laughs> I'm good because I still can be quick to say yes sometimes. So. I'll, I'll definitely continue to work on that. And I think actually an intervention, I can start practicing. I can start saying no first and going back and saying yes. I don't know if I'll do that, but that just came to mind. So that might be something that I try out. If, if so, I'll let you all know. But that's the, the habit that I tend to practice that doesn't really serve a useful purpose, at least in certain seasons of my life. So I'm looking to be more intentional about what I say yes to and not overbooking myself with the intent of thinking about what other people are potentially thinking about me. So. Nice. All right. Those are the three questions that we have for you today. We talked about how to handle being around negative people, quote unquote, negative people. We talked about what it means that our inner world creates our outer world. And we also recommended that you take some time to think about what that means for you and your life and where you are. And then we talked about some of the habits that we're looking to stop and what we're looking to do in place of those. And so I would highly recommend you doing the same thing. I mean, take some time to think about some of the ways that you may spend your time and energy and think about if they're aligned with the person that you want to be and the things that you want to create for yourself and, and the people that you love. And if it's not aligned, it might be worth finding something else to swap it out for. I know one of the ways that I've been approaching making adjustments isn't necessarily like, saying, oh, I need to I need to stop doing this thing, but it's a, I need to start doing this other thing. <laughs> so instead of trying to scoop out the quote-unquote bad, just start doing more of the quote-unquote good, right? The stuff that is actually aligned with the person you want to be and the things you want to accomplish. And it's only a matter of time before that thing becomes a habit. It's not going to be easy in the beginning. There's going to naturally be some resistance there. Um, but that's a part of your brain changing and you growing into a better version of yourself. So in those moments, utilize the mental discipline that you've been cultivating by being a part of our community, listening to this podcast and stay disciplined, stay disciplined in doing the things that will promote your optimal mental, physical and emotional well-being. So, Nick, is there anything that you want to leave everyone with today? Um, yeah, as always, this is a journey. We all have the same end goal, so there's no need to rush. Just make sure that you can be as present as possible to be the best version of yourself in every moment that you're here to experience. Cool. And for me, we are unable to fill anyone else's cup if our cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for self-care. Continue to learn, continue to grow, and develop your sustainable self-care system. Lastly, you don't have to be perfect to be great. So be patient with yourself and be kind to yourself as you travel along this journey of creating generational wellness for yourself 
and your family. Remember, all you have to do in order to become the change that you want to see in your family and in your community is to get started and to keep going. So thank you all once again for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. We look forward to having you tune in next week for our next show. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If this was your first time listening, welcome. We ask that you listen to three episodes of the show and pull out one thing that you learn from each to incorporate into your daily lives. If you are a returning listener, we appreciate your continued support. As you know, all we ask is that you take something that you learn from today's episode and use it to continue to develop your sustainable self-care system. For both new and long-time listeners, there's one more thing that we ask. Don't just take what you learn to improve your quality of life. Share this show with one other person so they can do the same. Lastly, be sure to prioritize time each day to pause, breathe, and remember that you are whole and you are enough, and you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. Enjoy the rest of your day.